Hello and welcome to Glorious Living. I am so glad you're joining me today because we have an amazing show. It'll be so such a blessing. Be sure and share it with someone because you will not want to miss any part of it. We have Chrissy with us today. I love being in Studio C with you, Miss Kathy. It's always fun. It's always so much fun. We have so many wonderful guests that come uh -huh. and share their hearts and about how to live glorious life. And I'm just so thrilled to be here with you mm -hmm. and to share that with all of you watching today. That's right. And we hope it's contagious because mm -hmm. we have a glorious life in Jesus. Yes. Individually, but together, when we come together, there's a lot of glorious. It's a in glorious the room. explosion. <laughs> it's everywhere. This is episode number 47. Wow. We've had over 420,000 views all wow. over social media and our mm -hmm. app as well. And so we're just so thankful. We have great, glorious stories too that people are sharing all yeah. over the world. Yeah. You have one today? I do. I always have one. <laughs> this is from our October magazine. Someone from Wisconsin, and they wrote, The Lord is a shock in awe God. Praise the Lord. He can make a way where there seems to be no way. I finally got my settlement from a car accident I was in three and a half years ago. There was more than enough money to pay off our house, van, doctor's bills, and other bills. We are now debt-free. Plus, I tithed off the gross amount. It is the Lord who gets the glory for it all. He took what the devil meant for destruction and turned it around for his glory. Thank you for all the years of praying for us and believing with us as your partners for a financial breakthrough. Isn't that awesome? Praise God. You know, you can't give up. Look, it took her three years, and yeah. that attack was not you know, the, the enemy came up to kill her, really. Mm -hmm. But God turned it around and she's got a blessing out of it. And yes. she's totally restored. I remember talking with this lady. I love this so yes. much. Mm -hmm. And you know, this can happen for you out there. If you're believing, we want to believe with you. You can contact our partner care team. They pray for you around the clock or comment below. Team JDM is ready to believe with you because your breakthrough is right around the corner. That's it's right. It's right here. It's here already. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And we are so excited to welcome Fritz Brown to Studio C. Jesse and I hired Fritz when he was 18 years old to work at our product table. He was our first employee and has been faithfully serving the ministry for over 38 years as our product distribution supervisor. Fritz is also the Louisiana State Director for Christians United for Israel, and he's here today to discuss his passion for the Holy Land and why Israel should be very important to God's people. Welcome, Fritz. We should be We're so happy that you're here. This is awesome. I've been looking forward to this for so long. You know, we've been friends for a long time. We're co-workers working together. We have a lot of great memories. Well, we could share some stuff about Jesse today. Revenge. He's always in the room with us. I don't know if you know, but we have a picture that we move around Studio C. So he's right over my shoulder right here. I've seen it before. So he's with us. But to be the first ever employee for the ministry, that is just, to me, that's such a blessing. It's been a wonderful journey, you know, working with the ministry. Uh, you know, they're, they're like um, basically my parents, my brothers, my sisters in Christ. I've learned so much yes. from both of y'all, and I really appreciate it. Well, didn't you get born again under Jesse's ministry? I got saved under Brother Jesse's ministry January 2nd, 1983. Wow, yes, Bethel Assembly in Lafayette. That's Just right. 18 years old. Yeah, I was I 18 years old. Remember, they said, old. Jesse tells me that your pastor said, don't hire him. Yeah, that was that was some wild stories. Oh, really? Oh, that my was gosh. really radical back then, but boss said he likes <laughs> radical people, so oh, yeah. I fit the description very there you well. Go. I don't think yeah. the ministry could ever be the same without Fritz. Oh, all the Fritz friends. stories. Yeah, all the Fritz he's a mascot. He's, he's, a, he's an inspiration for several of Jesse's stories uh, in the Mary Hart series. And I was so glad when he started telling stories on you because before that, I was the target. He told um, all, my, all everything about me. Well, boss has given me many prophetic words. And one of the most uh, encouraging to me, I remember he said it about six or seven times. Mm -hmm. He said, faithful, faithful, faithful. And it's just been a blessing to me. Amen. That's 
I sh maybe I should write a book on faithfulness one well, day. Well, you know, that's really true, Fritz. In the dictionary, Fritz Brown, faithful. faithful. I mean, really, or faithful, Fritz Brown, because you truly have been that all for all these years. Never a complaint. You're always hard work, inspiring people to serve the Lord. And what I've always admired over the years is your passion for the Word of God. Amen. Well, You've right. always been in the Word of God, studying, and, you know, even though you hear the messages all the time, you're always in church. Some people who are always in church, they don't want anything to do with God, but that's that right. just stirred your heart to want more. Right, I've uh, been, a, uh, God's called me to be a teacher, and I love the Word. I used to bring a box of books. I don't know if you remember that box of books I had with about 11 or 12 different books in it, concordances, dictionaries, and uh, just getting in the Word for those four-day revivals way back in the day. Yeah. And uh, boss would just tell me, he said, he said, I know where I can find you. If I ever need you, I know you in those books. Yeah. And it's just my passion. I love it. And, of course, for my 30th anniversary, yeah. you and, and, and boss, Brother Jesse, uh, bought me a lot of books, and I'm going through reading those. Quite a few books, <laughs> over a hundred of them, and it's just been a passion of mine to to grow in the Word of God, to know and to teach people, and and let them participate in that passion that God's put in yeah. my heart. And a Amen. lot of people don't realize that you actually study with the rabbis here in the New Orleans area many yes. times, don't yes. you? Yes, yes, I studied at uh, Congregation Beth Israel. They've been going through the COVID protocol the last couple of years. But I've just started a couple of weeks ago. I went to the 10th anniversary mm -hmm. uh, when they built a new synagogue there, and it's the fourth rabbi in 10 years. Yeah, they sign a short contract and they move on. They want to raise their families right. more in a, a Jewish environment. My good friend Rabbi Uri, give a little plug for him. <laughs> he moved over to Maryland, but he and I will be going to Israel next year together. Wow. I remember meeting one of the rabbis that you knew as a friend, and I think we went together, all of us, in a vehicle to go to a, a day of prayer in in the capital. The state capital. And he, I remember that day he brought some bread to the yeah, governor. The challah bread. And he and Governor Bobby Jindal at the time, they broke the bread together. That was a very powerful. Very significant. Yeah, wow. very significant. It was to honor Israel and the governor's mansion. It was very, very wonderful service. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what's your story, Fritz? Why are you so passionate about Israel? Well, I love Israel. You know, as you mentioned, I'm the state director for Christian Journal for Israel. Yeah. And uh, the Lord's opened up that, um, that opportunity for me. Uh, my brother Jesse used to be the state director from, I believe it was 2007. From the beginning. Right, the very beginning. I remember well, when we launched yeah, it. It was 2006, excuse me. And I, went, I started going with the Auto Washington in 2007. And then um, Jesse resigned his position, I believe it was 2012. Yeah, because of traveling ministry, so right. many other demands. Yeah. We didn't have the time to devote exactly. to it the way we needed Just to. Just honor, honoring the calling that God placed on his life, and he had to stay in that, I understand that. And then that, you took up that mantle, right? I took wow. up the mantle awesome. in uh, 2019. Uh, I got this, uh, I was mentioned, I mentioned it to um, Pastor John Hagee and his wife Diana. And uh, all of a sudden, I got this letter in the mail, welcome, congratulations. I was like, wow. That is awesome. And it was all official. Then uh, that was May of, uh, I believe, 2019, April or May of 2019. Mm -hmm. And then I went to, um, got to go back to Washington, D.C. again. So I've been involved in that uh, again. And I'm also part of a fellowship. Uh, real uh, long story short, Pastor John Hickey had uh, met a rabbi. Rabbi Ari Scheinberg. Oh, yeah, in Houston, right? Is he in Houston or uh, San, Antonio? San Antonio? Yes, ma'am, San Antonio. And uh, about 41, 42 years ago, they met together. Rabbi Scheinberg extended his hand and said, let's suppose this man is genuine. Suppose he's real. Mm. And they just partnered together for 41 years. Well, unfortunately, Rabbi Scheinberg passed away last year. Mm -hmm. Well, Pastor Hagee decided to do a fellowship in his honor, calling it the Rabbi Ari Scheinberg Fellowship. And basically what that entails is, just like Pastor Hagee and Rabbi Scheinberg studied together, they wanted a pastor and a rabbi to study together. So a long story short, I was able to partner back up with my good friend, Rabbi Uri Topolowski, 
and we're going to be uh, studying. Matter of fact, I got to study this Thursday with him. We'd study once a month. And then, Is it like um, a Zoom thing? Or it's a Zoom okay. thing, yes, ma'am, because he's in Maryland. And then uh, after a, a year-long study program, we'll be going to Israel together in March. Wow. So I'm excited about that. Our spouses get to come with us. There's about 10 or 12 that are in the group, including uh, um, Pastor Bishop Butler. Oh, he's yes. going to be going. Yeah, we were just there on uh, the That's weekend. Right. Yeah, he's going to be going. church in Detroit area. And the rabbi that he's going with, uh, I understand from Boss, Jesse, you that can call him boss. boss I call him yeah. boss. Yeah. Everybody calls him that, boss. Uh, that boss has, Jesse, uh, you're the first one to give Jesse that no, name, gave by that the way. Name. That's right. right. You're the one that christened that nickname that right. stuck so well. Uh, yeah, it, it just stuck. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Keith Butler is going to be going with uh, a rabbi that boss preached uh, at his church in Boston. Boston. I was there at that meeting. Right. I remember that. And uh, uh, one more story about that. Um, Math, Matthew Hagee, mm -hmm. um, John Hagee's son, he's going to be going with uh, Abraham Scheinberg, who's the son of the, the rabbi son, that passed yeah. away. Small so, world. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's connected. God's up to something. It's, yes. it's really cool. He's yeah. connecting people. You know, that's what God does. He connects us. We, you know, if we didn't, I often was saying this just the other day. I know it sounds very fleshy, but, you know, I think we, we get hungry because God says, y'all got to come together. Yes. You know, and a lot of the festivals and things that, that are in, the, in Israel are all around meals and food. And that's, that's right. a very Fellowship. important element of it. Mm -hmm. In fact, what's, there's some festival going on now. Uh, this week, I think, or this season while we're taping here. Right. Feast of Tabernacles, some people call it Sukkot. They just started um, um, two nights ago, Sunday, the eve of Sunday evening. It started in Israel. It's a really cool uh, festival. It's a festival of joy. Some of the rabbis in the Talmud say that um, if you've never experienced Sukkot, you have never experienced true joy in your life because mm -hmm. there's so much joy around that festival. Uh, some of the priests would uh, climb up these tall poles in uh, uh, Jerusalem during a the festival. They pour this oil in there, and it would light up the whole city mm -hmm. with all of that. There was festive, um, you're eating and drinking and all those things. It was a fantastic time. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite parts about that is, uh, as I was studying in the Talmud recently, I noticed there was a, uh, one of the rabbis, Rabbi uh, Reish Lakish, said that in, in the, not only were the children of Israel, you know, the Sukkot, is reminiscent of dwelling in the desert for 40 years in the Sukkot or the other little tents or tabernacles. Right, right. And what this particular rabbi said, it doesn't mean just that they were in their physical Sukkot. It meant that they were in the clouds of glory. Come on, wow. In right. Hebrew, it's called um, Anan, uh, Anan Hakavod, clouds of glory. Right. And well, as, as uh, believers in Yeshua, it's very important. There's a lot of different significance. When Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration, it said there was a cloud of glory that came, Jesus. and there appeared Moses and Elijah with them. And Peter gets up and says, Master, shall we build you know, three tabernacles? But it was all together there. It was the clouds of glory that came in. Mm -hmm. And that's what the children of Israel dwelling in the wilderness were, were in those clouds, and them repeating it every year, even today. It's reminiscent of dwelling in the clouds of glory. Oh, I love that. And Yeshua will be coming back in the clouds of glory yes, to is. gather his people to dwell oh. together in that big sukkah, the messianic reign of Christ. Oh, well, that's something to celebrate. I mean, oh, yeah. just think about the clouds of glory. <clears throat> and why is it so important for us as Christians? Because I'm just taking it all in. We just mentioned that I feel like I need to take notes because it really, when hearing it come from you as a Christian, the passion behind learning it, why is it so important for us out there to really embrace these festivals and, and to read from those manuscripts, those original ones? Why is that so important? Well, it's really important. Some people, unfortunately, in the body of Christ, discourage participation 
of what we call Gentile Christians in that. Mm -hmm. But Paul told the church in Colossians, he said, let no man judge you because you observe festivals or you, you know, meals or different things like that. He said, don't let anybody judge you. You're a Gentile believer. If you want to participate in that, mm -hmm. you're more than welcome. And why? Because it's reminiscent. Paul said in that same Colossians, he said, these are a shadow of things to come. Right. Not things of the past, things to come. So right. people that want to participate in that, especially Jews, of course, they will celebrate those every year. Well, a lot of those Christians. in there, they're, they don't even believe in Jesus as wow. the Messiah yet. Right. They're still operating in that, in that old way. Mm -hmm. We know Jesus and yes. we understand the significance. So we can look back right. and realize just in the same way when Jesus walked the earth, he told parables. He spoke mm -hmm. a parable. Yes. But these images and these actions that they did were basically parables. Mm -hmm. They were something to show forth, to help people understand God and what he meant uh, for them to do, right? Right. Well, as we were talking about a little bit before on the set, we were talking about um, the kingdom of God. I mentioned on the set before, anytime you see the word kingdom of God or kingdom of heaven in the gospels or in the epistles, stop for a moment and translate that, the thousand-year reign of Christ. Uh, we were talking about Jesus' message, uh, John's message. He preached repentance for the, the kingdom of God, the messianic reign, the thousand-year reign of Christ is at hand. And of course, when John died, Yeshua took that up and he said, repent for the kingdom or the thousand year reign of Messiah is at hand. Amen. That's what they were all waiting on. A lot of times, unfortunately, Gentile believers don't have that passion and understanding that the Jews have. I mean, they live this, they breathe and sleep this. They may have, God's blinded their eyes in certain sense, according to Paul's message in the book of Romans. But one day when Messiah comes in that clouds of glory, mm -hmm. It says, then they shall see him and they will weep and mourn for him yeah. as a son because wow. he's coming in the clouds of glory that they celebrate every year yeah. at this time. And, they'll and they're looking for that. They'll see him for the first time. They, they will see him and that veil, that veil will be lifted at that time. Mm -hmm. Just like Joseph waited for the right time when his brothers came in and Judah pleaded before him. He said, take me as your slave, but let, let the lad Benjamin go back to his father. And Joseph couldn't contain himself. And he began to weep and all the palace heard him and he put all the Egyptians out and there were only Jews standing in that room. Wow. And there, Joseph, a type of Messiah, Joseph revealed himself to his brother. Jesus doesn't need the Gentiles to reveal himself to his Jewish brothers. Excuse me, one day they're going to see him and he's going to reveal and their veil is going to be lifted up by the Messiah and they will see him and know him. What a glorious day. Absolutely. Wow, thank you, Look Jesus, Look up for our for redemption draw at night. <laughs> oh, I know. I see, seem to be looking up even more and more as I'm driving, if I'm yeah. praying. The clouds just seem more vibrant. You mm -hmm. know, it's just, it's beautiful. And I just have it inside my spirit when I when I pray. I'm like, Lord, you're coming again. Mm -hmm. And right. it's so important that we do programs like this and all the programs we do for the ministry because he is coming again. You know, when boss had his his trip to heaven, that was the main message. Tell my people I'm coming. And, mm -hmm. and that's what we're doing right now. Right. You know, a lot of people aren't looking for him, but he says yeah. he's coming for those that look for him. I'm looking for uh, him. Absolutely. These Jewish people you're talking about, we pray for them. We pray right. for the peace of Israel. We pray for them to see Jesus and know him that's part of what we're called to do mm -hmm. Paul was persistent about that in, in his he was praying for his people as well but you know I like the fact that you know Jesus I have Jesus in my life now yeah. I'm glad I'm looking forward to that day we have a great uh, future in God he's got a lot of things he's prophesied that's going to happen I can't wait to mm -hmm. to see and be a right. part of all of that or, or it's, I'll be the thousand year reign and all that stuff is mm -hmm. great 
of course, they have the seven-year tribulation that starts before that. We're not going to get into the whole I like that, though. Thing. I'm like, that's some fun stuff. But the point I want to just make is, because you were talking about this period of time where it's the, the tabernacle, the Feast of Tabernacles. Right. But Jesus dwells with us now. Right. And that was all a type and a shadow of what we're experiencing now as the church. As the church. Well, that, that's a very good point. You talked about you know him being in your heart. Uh, Paul said that we're the temple of the Holy Ghost. Right. Or if you look at like the tabernacle, like with exactly. Moses, your God dwells within our hearts and so forth. And that's very important. If you look at John chapter one, it talks about in the beginning was the word mm -hmm. and the word was with God and yeah. the word was God. And you go around a couple of verses and it said, uh, and, and the word was made flesh yes. and tabernacled or dwelt among oh, us right. in our heart. And that, that's a very powerful when you understand that concept that you have Christ living inside of you right, right now. Right, right. Yes. I love that. You know, all this for a while now at church, I've been mm -hmm. preaching on the names of Jesus. And, you know, he, he is, his names are so important. But he, he came, one of his first names that we hear about in the, in the Gospels is Emmanuel. That's right. God, God with, with us. us. That's right. And that, that is symbolic of the whole God tabernacle That's or his exactly cloud right. of glory. He wants that to surround us That's right. and to strengthen us. And people that are watching today may not realize that this is available right now here today. Mm -hmm. Jesus has come and he's still working among men and he's going to reveal himself. There's so many other stages coming ahead, but people can grab hold of Jesus today. That's exactly Amen. right. That's, That's right. right. That true? I, absolutely, it's true. You can, I, I did that um, January 2nd, 1983. When a boss was preaching the gospel, I could not wait for him to finish. I went up that night, committed my life to God. And, as an 18-year-old uh, teenager. As an 18-year-old, oh, that's on, right. That's that was my New Year's resolution to get to get born again. My mom had been praying for me. She said, um, I want you to come here to this guy, Jesse Duplantis. I said, Jesse, who? <laughs> she said, Jesse Duplantis. She goes, I believe that he's got what you need to hear. Now, where were we at for that? Because we went to Lafayette. It was Lafayette, Louisiana, right? That was at Bethel Assembly, Bethel Pastor Assembly Mike Lenny, God, right. way back in the day. And I saw him preach, and I said, this guy's got what I've been looking for for a long time. My testimony, my best friends, my best friend killed a guy in a drug deal. I was uh, friends of murderers, rapists, grand theft auto, arsonists, all those different things at 18 years old. Mm -hmm. My mama prayed for me. My, one of my brothers was, you know, had already been in Angola, I think uh, wow. two or three times already. And my mom was just saying, I don't want my final son to follow that path. Right. And uh, she God. prayed for me. And then we went to a meeting many years later. I've been working for Boss 2009, I believe it was. You know, so about uh, you know, 25, 30 years had gone by. And um, he went to Knoxville. And um, my mom lived in Knoxville at the time. So I wanted to go. We set up for the service. And long story short, went to see my mom. And um, I was sitting there just across from her. And I looked at her and I said, Mom, I said, I've got something I need to tell you, Mom. And she looked at me, she saw the seriousness in my face, and I grabbed her hand, and I said, Mom, thank you for never giving up on me. I owe my soul to you. Wow. She prayed me into the kingdom, and I'm so she thankful did. for that. Yes, I went did. to work for her favorite preacher, <laughs> and the rest is history. That's amazing, 30, almost that. 39 years, 38 right. years. So, you know, it's That's so right. important for us to pray for our children. I know you're, right. you're a father. How many children do you have? I have four children. My wife and I, uh, Sharon, we have four children together, one so. Um, uh, 27, another one's uh, 23, and another one will be 21 this month, and my youngest just turned 18. Wow. Yeah. So it really makes a difference when you pray for your families, yes. like your mother prayed for you. Absolutely. Jesse's mother prayed for me. I think that's the only one that I know of that prayed for me. <laughs> yeah. And then I turned around and prayed for Jesse. Our prayers are so vital and it's so important. So it makes all of a difference because we know who our God is. That's Amen. right. We can come to know Christ and have Him dwelling in our hearts like we're talking about. That's yeah. so powerful. 
That's I want right. to encourage the audience, if you don't know Christ, Go ahead. you can ask him to come into your heart and it'll change your life. It's changed my life, made a big difference for me, and I could do the same for you. That's beautiful. Man, that's you know, and if you're watching today, if you write to us, send a comment, we'll make sure that you get some material because it's so important to know Jesus as your personal Savior. He came to save the whole world. Right. And we, we acknowledge that, but every one of us has to have that personal uh, salvation, that personal commitment, that personal prayer. Say, Lord, forgive me of my sin. Mm -hmm. Come into my heart. I want to live with you forever. Yes. And he will come in. He will do that. Absolutely. I love that. We want to rejoice with you. you yes. know, we want to Amen. see those comments that you've prayed that prayer because it's so important. I love when you're teaching at church the names of Jesus. This last one you mentioned with the Prince of Peace. Mm -hmm. And I was telling my mom, I'm like, I don't know what people do if they don't have Jesus a personal savior, what do they do when the trials of life come or the devil starts attacking? Because when I when I feel those things try to creep in, just saying the name of Jesus right. brings such a peace, that cloud of glory just washes over you. And so we, we need that tangible love of God right now Absolutely. in these last days, you know? Everything just seems right. like it's going crazy, but like Boss said, it's not falling apart, it's falling into place because right. he's coming again. That's right, so well, just, so just in Boss's um, October, 2022 um, partner letter, he talked about the different trials he mentioned on the last page of the partner letter about Matthew 24. And he said, hey, look, if you can't see Matthew 24 right now, just turn on the TV. It's happening yes. all around you. Mm -hmm. you know, That's great. So you, you can have that peace. I was just reading, I think it was this morning, about Solomon, King Solomon. Mm -hmm. Of course, he was the son of David, which is a, um, a, a wording of uh, like the son of David Yeshua was going to be. And Solomon was to be the epitome of a peaceful kingdom. Mm -hmm. and, and like the son of David, Yeshua, that thousand-year reign we've been talking about will be like peace, like never before oh, experienced on, on this earth. Mm -hmm. All the wars will be going away. Yeah, you hear the scriptures about the lion and the lamb will be together. That's exactly right. All these beautiful that, things. That's exactly a reference to the thousand-year reign of Christ. Mm -hmm. The lamb and the lion will lie together. God has a great future for us. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that's what... That's, that's so important, and that's what the gospel message is. When people understand the trueness, they talk about, they use figurative terms mm -hmm. of the messianic banquet that's going to take place, where the wine will be in the abundance and the wheat crops and all these things, the, the, uh, the, um, the, the reaper will overtake the sower. It'll be such a land of abundance. Mm -hmm. And if we would allow ourselves to understand that from a Jewish perspective, to really see that, and what that thousand-year rain will entail with the land of abundance, the peace, the health, e eating from the leaves, mm -hmm. uh, the healing of the nations, all those things. That's part of the gospel message. And when people like Peter and Paul and James and John preached that message to the Jewish people, they knew all that Judaic part yeah, of the thousand-year reign. They did. And, and they said, this is what Messiah wow. has to offer you. Don't miss it. Right. And that's yes. what we offer you today. Amen. I love that. Because, you know, when they encountered Jesus, you know, because... Uh, John the Baptist baptized him, and his the followers followed him. It was Peter. It was uh, John and Andrew. Andrew went and got Peter, his right. brother. But then Philip went and got Nathaniel. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're called to do. We that's go and get right. somebody go and get bring somebody. them to Jesus. Right now, what we're doing is we're bringing Jesus to you, I love the that. Jesus that we know that's personally, right. the Jesus that was prophesied throughout the all, all the Old Testament, yeah. who walked the earth, 
who's coming back again, is real today. He's Amen. real. Absolutely, he is real. He's alive. <laughs> and that we can live on earth as it is in heaven. So all of today, that is available yeah. for us right now. Mm -hmm. We can walk in health. We just did a faith, a faith the facts. Jesus doesn't heal halfway. And mm -hmm. I love that because he wants to heal us wholly from the top of our head to the soles of our feet. He came and died for now, for us Absolutely. to walk in abundance, to be healthy and, and to have prosperity in all areas. Absolutely. And if you mm -hmm. understand um, Judaism and we're talking about the festival of Sukkot and so forth, all those different festivals are an anticipation of the of the thousand-year reign of Christ. People think it's a thing of the past, mm -hmm. but even in, in the festival of Sukkot, some of the sages say that it's a time of the resurrection of the dead, and they use, I believe it's Isaiah chapter 4, they talk about that he's, he's going to bring life, and the mm -hmm. sages say that's resurrection, Come on. and guess what? The dead in Christ shall rise first, and we which are alive and remain. Many people believe that Yeshua will come back during Sukkot mm -hmm. at some appointed time in the near future, may it be in our time. Amen. Come on, maybe tomorrow. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> come on, Jesus. Hey, we're yeah. ready well, for I you. think there's a few more things that have to happen, but we're yes, very close. We're, we're very, very close. close. And yes. it's such an inspiration, and I so appreciate you taking the time to share this with us today. I know that it's just wet our, our, our taste buds, basically. For Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate Your passion the is contagious. You know, just talking to you, I know we spoke a little bit this week, and you've just mentioned so many wonderful little words of wisdom, or when you compare it to Scripture, it really is contagious. It makes you want to bust out your Bible and get mm -hmm. that highlighter out and start well, studying. You well, know? I'm glad that passion that I have could be shared with you. I, we was just at the Southwest Believers Convention a couple of months ago and had an opportunity to share with a few people in the booth while I wasn't too busy. And people were just like their mouth would drop mm -hmm. at the revelation that the Lord was pouring through me. And they said, my God, you got to have your own TV show. And I was like, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> but, but the most important thing was the passion it's, it's real to me. It's not just words on a book. I mean, I thrive for this. When I leave at 5 o'clock, I, I go home. I spend a little bit of time with my family, and then I'm in the Get books. But before, before I went to work for Boss uh, 30 and a half years ago, I was working part-time sometimes at church, at Mike Lenny's church a little bit. And I remember 8, 10, 12 hours a day Come in on. the Word because it was so alive to it's me. Real. It totally... My experience with Christ uh, in January of 83 totally transformed my life from where, you know, the, the gloom and all the evil that I followed before. And it just impassioned me to serve God more. And I, I love it so much. It's, it is truly my passion. I eat it, I breathe it, I sleep in it. I hope it comes out of me to affect other people. It, it does. does. Oh, it praise does. God. That's awesome. <laughs> and you know, everything we do here, Fritz, you know, because you know, you all, when you go on the travel, when you would travel with Jesse, you'd meet a lot of our partners. Right. Our partners help us to do what we're doing here every single day. Everything that yes, we do right. is made Amen. possible. Thank you for so we want to thank every partner yeah. that's watching today. Thank you so much for being a partner with our ministry. And those of you that are watching, that maybe the Lord's speaking with you about either becoming a partner or maybe giving just a one time to help us do what God's called us to do, which is reach people and change lives one soul at a time. You can do that by going to jdm.org, mm -hmm. PayPal, or text to give, or you can mail in your donation and know that it's going into good soil. Oh, yes. And we believe that God will bring an increase back to you. That's a promise, right? The promise yes. of increase belongs to His church, belongs to the sowers. That's exactly Amen. right. And you've experienced that in your life. You've been blessed since Supernatural you've been increase. serving the Lord in so many ways. I've seen you've, you've prospered in your family in so many different ways, and it's just been inspirational. Very often I, I stop and I thank God. I say, Lord, thank you so much for saving me. Thank you for blessing me with this wonderful family. I'm, I'm just blessed. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
Blessed. Well, we're blessed to know you, Fritz. Thank you for this being was here. This so great. He's, I, I kind of call him like one of our sons. Well, son, I mean, we, we grew up together. I mean, I wasn't that old when you started working <laughs> with us. You're just a couple years older than me. Just a few years. I'm <laughs> age 70, but you're, we're, I'm a lot I older. I just made You could 58. have been my son. But I, and I, I appreciate all that you stand so for. Good. We just, Thank Jesse you. often says this, Fritz would take a bullet for me. Not that everybody's shooting Let's hope at it us. doesn't come to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's very serious today, but he is really hilarious. He's oh, got a lot of funny things. Yeah, he's got always has so a joke. Much of some type yeah. and keeps the joy of the Lord flowing in our department and our life every Amen. time we're together. Yeah, we're Anytime to we do international meetings, you know, Fritz has always got to be there because mm -hmm. he's so, so sharp Amen. and really good with the international exchanges and all that. All the other teams oh, love you. having you with us. Everybody needs a Fritz, right? <laughs> I, I think I've been to Australia, I think 14 times already. That's awesome. Yeah, and we got to go back. It's like a second home. Yeah, we we got a lot back. of people oh, watching everybody. this that are in, that watch yes. us in Australia and know that we're coming right. back to Australia. Well, say hello to our friends in Melbourne that believe in God. Yes. Come back. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah, yeah you've made a lot of relationships this. over the years, Absolutely. all these different people you've met, especially in the early years when you traveled with Jesse on the road, when you were just the only product guy. And then you said that when you got off the road and became the supervisor, it took like five people to replace that's, that's you. Right. <laughs> that's right. All my guys work hard. I love they it so hard. much. Good. Yeah, we have a lot of great memories with you, Fritz. Well, thank you thanks so much for both of you. For being here. We're come to the end of the program. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an awesome time. We're going to just come back here next week. I hope that you'll join me because we have another great story to share with you. Every time we come together, it's always rich. But I believe today God has really touched your heart. Amen. So make sure that you tune in next week because God has even more for you, showing you how to live a glorious life every single day. God bless you.